Welcome to the Claimed Podcast. I'm your host, Isabel Lama. I'm a sexuality, women's empowerment and leadership coach. This is the space for women that are ready to embody their magnetism, ready to experience epic sex, to open up to intimacy, to experience juicy eroticism, and also to claim and own the power as leaders. In the coming episodes, take all the permission you need to raise up in your radiance, in your power, and to shine, to own and claim your authenticity. Welcome to another yummy episode of the Claim Podcast. Today I'm bringing to you a topic that is really present for me, really alive. As um, I have just launched the Tantra of Money. So the topic of today is money. And uh, what I'm feeling for this episode is really to allow a free flow in a way that usually I have a little bit more of notes uh, written down. But because there's so much aliveness and so much uh, passion in this moment that it's uh, so present to me around it, I feel I really want to allow this feminine essence of money and trust that I'll be sharing exactly what you need to hear. And I'll invite you to do the same. I invite you to drop down any pen and paper, not take notes if that is something that you do. I invite you really to listen from the body. Listen and trust that anything that you need to hear about it is going to land. Really trust your own body way of taking information, your body way of digesting and integrating. So, there's a question that I'm going to start with. And as I answer this question myself, but it's also like a question that in some ways I'm asking you, I'm going to dive into the topic in that way and see whatever wants to come through. So. The question is, you want money, but have you ever questioned what money wants from you? And this what brings for me this question is that piece of relating, because what I'm realizing in my work is that Having a relationship with money, it's uh, exactly the same as having any relationship with anything else in life. I really deeply realized that uh, in the way I was relating to my, in my intimate relationships, the same patterns were really similar to the patterns uh, I have around money. And here where the tantra of money comes through because I feel that, uh, um, Everything in life can be quite sexual, and it's not about sexuality necessarily, it's about that aliveness, that energy, that uh, eroticism, it's about uh, pleasure. And in Tantra, like uh, everything holds its consciousness. So, if everything has consciousness and if uh, everything can be alive, if we can learn from anything and more. How can we also learn through money, from, from money? And this concept of Tantra, of money, it came, uh, um, I've been 
dealing uh, dealing i've been journeying with money for over four years consciously i was before but it was not that conscious and i was not intentional about it so about four years ago i did my first money workshop and since then i did a few money workshops i listened to lots of podcasts i had lots of therapy sessions I had lots of coaching sessions around it, uh, books, uh, everything, just uh, really literally everything. And um, as I was doing my healing, I was really recognizing these uh, similarities in my relational field with money. And uh, I realized that uh, all that money wants uh, is to have uh, a healthy relationship with me, so a secure type of relationship with me. Because in the way I was relating to money, it was not really secure. I was going through ups and downs, uh, periods of lots of fears, uh, lots of like uh, um, unworthiness, uh, periods of lots of luck, uh, always feeling like uh, they were not enough, not enough for things that I really wanted. So it was going and perpetrating these patterns of it. And... Uh, Periods of high anxiety. Periods of anxiety may be like, how can I pay these bills that are coming? Worrying. Not wanting to look at my uh, bank account. So avoiding my bank account. Avoiding to take responsibilities around it. Knowing that there's some, uh, you know, unhealthy relationship, but I will still like uh, stay in my comfort zone. And the same, like, uh, I remember receiving a bigger sum of money um, a few years ago. And uh, when that happened, I remember that I was freaked out. I was in full phrase, like, uh, I was scared to stand, spend this money unconsciously. I was scared that they will finish. I was scared... Uh, of doing anything with it it was too much at a time for my nervous system that amount of money all in in a, in a sudden so moving through these pieces I was just really more and more aware of my relating with money and aware that I wanted to create a relationship of security where I felt safe around the money where I knew that I that money was there, that money is there to support me. And the deeper I was diving into my teachings and into my work and in tantra and sexuality, I realized that money overall, like it can be your lover. And if we relate to money as if it's your lover, we really open up to this deep devotion, deep respect. I'm talking about a healthy lover, of course. <laughs> um, we can really open up in that deep trust and surrender, knowing that that uh, person or that, you know, the money itself, it's always there to serve us. No matter what, in the moments that uh, perhaps we don't feel it, I'm not saying that it's always going to be linear. Life is not linear. But one thing is that when you don't receive the love, having anxiety, or when you receive the love is too much and you run away from it. And the other thing is being there in the present moment. 
in your body, being connected to your body and know that uh, it's there for you and it's there to serve you. It's there to play with you. And the more aliveness, the more juiciness, the more presence you bring to this relationship, the more it opens up, it naturally opens up. And so, yes, everything started to change. Looking at my bank account, it started to be a bit of a turn-on for me. Receiving money, it's a big turn-on. Spending money, it's a turn-on. And uh, it's not something that uh, I try to make. It's just my presence that creates that. It's that healthy relating that I'm like, wow, this relationship is sacred. And also like in the moments that maybe I don't have the money, maybe in the moments that the money I want are not there yet, it can still be a turn on. But there's a deep trust that it's there. And the question here is, do you open easier to somebody if they trust you? Or you can open even if you don't trust them. So I'm like, what money needs from me? It needs my trust. It needs my devotion. It needs my presence. It needs my aliveness, my mm, sensuality. It needs all of my feminine energy. And in here, I'm talking as money as if it's a, a masculine energy. And uh, I feel it's both. I feel really it's both. And when we look at money as the masculine, like we really create that sense of like, okay, the trust, the trust, the consciousness, the masculine, it's always there. You know, like we can be claimed in that piece of money, like we want to be claimed. But also it's the feminine because it has its own energy. It comes and goes. It has cycles. There's so much unknown around it. It's not something we can control. And it's something that we can deeply, deeply create. When we are aligned to our values, to our truth, to our essence, we can create all the money we want. And it's easy, it becomes easy. But it's a journey for it to become easy. And that is the journey of healing, to healing, uh, to heal this relational field around money, to heal and create that security within ourselves. And this is something that I often see with women, uh, with students and clients, is that there's um, four stages. Some people, like the first stage is the creating. Some people are really confident in their creativity. They've got all these ideas, so they have the first stage down pat. They know that they, that they create something really easily in order for money to flow. The second piece, it's about uh, opening to receive. Some people are really good at manifesting big sums of money. It's really easy for them. But it doesn't mean that it's easy for them to hold them. So here's the difference. Like, you know, some people are good at creating, some people are good at receiving, but it doesn't mean that if you've got those two, you've got a healthy relationship with money necessarily. You might can, but it's not necessarily true. Other people are really good at uh, holding money. They're good at saving. They're good at uh, creating, like, uh, you know, like um, holding them there. 
And sometimes the shadow side of holding, it's being stuck in it. It's that uh, um, holding piece around money. Like, you know, like accumulating, but feeling that sense of stuckness. There's not the freedom, there's not the life force, there's not the edge, there's not the risk, the aliveness. So you can get stuck in that piece. And uh, the other piece is the expansion of it. Sometimes that can look uh, as uh, investments, uh, but there's other ways of expanding money or giving as well. That could be another way of expanding money. So um, some people are really comfortable with that uh, and some people are really comfortable with giving money, but then they don't look after their needs first. Uh, and uh, other people are really good maybe at investing. And I'm not saying that investing is for everybody, especially like I feel everybody can have different ways of investing, but uh, that it is a way of expanding money. Other ways of expanding money, it's uh, perhaps uh, expanding, like valuing yourself more, like uh, taking some risks that uh, allow you to create more, also creating um so yeah, this is pretty much what uh, I notice uh, with people and uh, I can go deeper and deeper, which I probably will in the workshop for sure, around these and how to move from these patterns. Uh, but yeah, that's something that uh, when we find that uh, alignment between these four pieces uh, and when we start to really respect it, really respect money, it's so juicy to respect and to be respected. It's so juicy to claim and to be claimed. How can you claim money and how can you allow money to claim you? Without expectations. That's the very first episode that I did on this podcast. No, I think maybe first or second. About the art of asking. How can you ask without expectation? How can you be open to ask? And know that maybe... You might be met, you might not, but you're still clear. You're still in that uh, self-worth uh, and deservingness that you're like, yeah, I can ask for this. And I don't need, I don't need to know how it's gonna come. And you trust yourself enough uh, in that unknown uh, with these energies are there to meet you. So money is there to meet you. Money is here for you. Money wants to be your lover. And this is another piece that comes to me as I speak about it, is that uh, often in the spiritual community there's this belief, I've gone through it, <laughs> there's this strong belief that money is bad, that you shouldn't like consider money, that money is greedy, money is uh, something that, uh, you know, you shouldn't almost even talk about. It's not uh, something that you should have in your core values. And, uh, yep, I have been through it. I've been with the spiritual gurus that were bringing all these beliefs in me and uh, also, like, in a community where there's still, like, so much more emphasis on, like, uh, doing exchanges and things like that. There's nothing wrong with doing exchanges if it feels aligned on both sides. But it's different when you like uh, value yourself and when the other values you and you choose who to value. You don't need to value back this person for their services necessarily. 
unless it feels really true for you. So that piece around uh, the spirituality of money and, uh, um, yeah, like this uh, piece of like, uh, um, almost like rejection of something that uh, you choose how to use. Because money is, money is just consciousness. In Tantra, as I said, like everything is consciousness. So if uh, in your perception, uh, money is greedy, you give it the energy of greed. But if for me, money is turn on, it's not greedy. If I care about money, if I love money, and if I have money, it's my own instrument and I choose which energy to give to it. I can give all my money in charity. Is that greedy? greedy? No. Money is just an instrument and it's your own consciousness. It's your own inner work that aligns what you will do with this money and how you're going to spend it and the energy and the love, if it's present there, that you give this money with. Money can be so beautiful. It's like anything else. It can be so beautiful. It can be a really powerful teacher. And yes, it can be the most exquisite and juicy lover. So, it was fun to talk just like so freely around everything to come through. I usually in the podcast uh, write down quite a bit of points that I make sure I cover. Also because it helps me to write what is the podcast about. Uh, but today I went with the flow and I trust that uh, I shared exactly what you needed to hear. So, saying that uh, on uh, the 21st of May, in Brunswick Heads, so in the Baron Shire, I'm hosting the first Tantra of Money workshop. It's a next level money education for women. Like I feel this workshop, like I've been channeling it for the past couple of months, but having the biggest downloads literally about it and it's still happening. So make sure you come because I don't know when I'm coming back to Baron to hold this workshop as a Things are in movement and in change. So it's here now. The early bird ends on the 6th of, no, 5th of May. So you can save $70 if you get your early bird ticket. Make sure you save your spot. There's a limited spot available. And uh, I'll teach you everything that uh, helped me to fall in love in this relationship with money that helped me to increase my salary substantially, really substantially. I shared before that what I made the whole year, last year, um, I made it in the first three months of this year, just in three months, the same amount, actually a little bit more. So I'll teach you everything I know because I'm really passionate about supporting women to really feel worthy of living the life they deeply desire and uh, to have exquisite uh, relationships and money it's a relationship to thrive in their pleasure in their sexuality in their aliveness to really live a good life so there's only one area that's uh, of money that you feel like you need some support whether it's to 
the trust around it, whether it's to create it, to receive it, to hold it, to expand it. There might be some money woundings, something that you can move through and heal. And I really invite you to reflect, you know, from here to whether you come or not, just for yourself to reflect about what are the beliefs, what are the stories that you've heard about money in your family. Because before I realized that I had money woundings, I needed to actually remember these stories. On one side of my family, we always had enough. It was like always enough until a certain period of, you know, when I was a teenager that things changed. But uh, there was sort of like sort of a sense of security. And on the other side of my family, money were never enough. Uh, there were never enough money. So much woundings and betrayal and all of it around money, like uh, big, big things around it. Uh, ruined relationships, uh, heartbreaks. And also realized uh, only last year, after four years of working around money, that a specific episode that happened in my family made me feel, made me stay in that uh, scarcity for myself because I was scared that uh, money will take away love from my family. So if I were to make money, real good money. I, were, I was going to ruin all the relationships. I was going to lose the love of my parents. And uh, um, I kept myself uh, in the safety because uh, losing that was losing everything, was losing belonging. For my little one, for my inner child, it was like, okay, if I were to make the money that uh, I want, this relationship won't last and I'll be alone. So it was something in there that kept me safe and protected. So these beliefs were really subconscious. It took me lots of digging and work and therapy to actually get to it. But I'm sharing it with you because it's where in these core patterns, it's where we keep ourselves in the you know small, comfortable. Um, it's where our unworthiness and safety stays at the same time together, hand to hand. And unworthiness, it's another big piece. I'm not going to touch on it today, but it's another big piece around money and not making money or keeping ourselves in the comfort of what we can receive or not. But this is for another podcast episode. <laughs> so... Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here today. Check it out. You can find the link under the podcast about booking for the event in Byron. Um, otherwise, you can find it on my website. And I would love to see you there because this one, it's going to be juicy. And I'll be doing other events, uh, not in Byron. So if you are in a city in Australia, where would you like to see the tantra of money? Get in touch with me. We can organize something and uh, I might be making my way this year to you. And one thing that uh, I'm like, uh, how did I not speak about it? Uh, I think it's really important for me to share is that how much you make, it has nothing to do with having a healthy relationship to money. You can be a millionaire and still have, or a billionaire and still have money healing to do. 
because sometimes people make lots of money, but they actually really don't love what they're doing. And maybe they don't believe that they can make money through their gifts. That can be a scenario. Some people make, I've got lots of money, she lots of money, but they're highly anxious around it. So this is just a little something that I wanted to bring in here that it really doesn't matter. You can make $10 a week and have a really incredible and healthy relationship with money and you can make billions and not have it. So it doesn't really matter. A little last minute add-on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll connect with you next week. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share with friends and family. And if you like to connect with me, with my services, and if you have any questions as well, please feel free to head into my website, which is isabel-lamar.com, spelled I-S-A-B-E-L-L-A-M-A-R.com or into my Instagram, which is uh, Isabel, double underscore, Lama. And I'm looking forward to connect with you with the next juicy episode.